My name is Luke Chow. I'm really blessed to be here. Um, MAS has changed my life. Korea has changed my life. It was one of the best decisions I've made. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah. I know a lot of people probably say this, but um, I think the parable of the prodigal son is, it's all about me. You know, <laughs> it's all about me. My testimony is a story of um, rebellion shame, desperation, and the absolutely insane love of God. Now, if you, if you knew me before, uh, you'd know that I've been experiencing a dry season for I don't even know how many years. Um, I was a guy in the church who was skeptical and bitter about everything. I, um, you know, I looked at people filled with the Spirit and just, you know, just discounted it as foolishness and, uh, and superficial emotion. You know, that was all an act, that it was all a facade. Um, but at the, same time, at the same time, deep down in my heart, you know, I was like, I want that. You know, I want to feel God's love again. I want him to be real to me again. So I came into Korea hungry for something new, um, something fresh, something that would make me feel alive again. And I'll be honest, the first month or so uh, were pretty crazy. Um, there was this one time where I went clubbing in Gangnam just absolutely turned up, and then <laughs> came, back, came back home at 7 a.m., and then woke up at 3 or 4, got, call, got a phone call, hey, we got another ticket for you, and I went to the same club again the same night. It was, yeah. Uh, <laughs> none of you guys probably knew that about me. Um, I kept it pretty secret. Um, but one thing about me is that after a long time of being a Christian, I became very good at acting holy, maybe even, maybe even too good. Um, so after one particularly wild night, I knew that God was revealing to me how broken I was, um, the delicate, fragile line that I was walking on. You know, I was literally playing with death. <clears throat> so the day I learned about the Emmaus retreat, I knew that I had to go. Um, I started to pray desperately that the fire of God would fall on me. Um, and when the day of the retreat came, my heart was pumping furiously um, that out, out, of, out of expectation and, and anticipation, uh, but also doubt that this would be just another retreat out of many that would pass away. Um, yeah. All right, so due to some error in the registration process, I was... Uh, not given a small group leader. Um, so um, seeing that there was extra room in Sam Kill's small group, I was placed in there. Is it, is, is it Kill? Sam Kill? Okay. Um, yeah. So I would later find out that being placed in his group was by no means an error or a mistake, but it was completely God-appointed. The first sermon by Pastor Aaron uh, spoke volumes into me, realizing that through all these years, um, asking to be set on fire, I never even offered anything to be burned. 
Um, fast forwarding to the final night's altar call, the fire of God fell in a mighty way on everyone except for me. So it seemed. <laughs> I prayed in absolute desperation, which then turned into frustration and then hopelessness. And before I even knew it, the altar call ended. The big night was over. God, seriously? That was it? You brought me here for this? How could you do this to me? We were then sent upstairs to discuss in our small groups how God spoke to us. <laughs> and uh, when it was my turn to speak, I looked at everyone with a face of anger and irritation. Honestly, guys, I am so disappointed in God right now. He knew how desperate I was for him. How could this God who loves me so much not show himself to me when I was, when, when I was in my lowest state? God has given up on me. There was an awkward silence for a couple seconds. I think Ryan can attest to that. <laughs> um, then Sam looked at me. And if you, know, if you guys know Sam, he's like, with, with those eyes, like, he's just like, You know it's game over, right? I'm going to break that deception from you right now. That's a lie from the enemy. <laughs> so, uh, Alex, uh, lead the group uh, and just talk about stuff. Uh, Luke and I will be back in 20 minutes or something. <laughs> Um, so after finding out that there was no room in any, there, there were no rooms empty, uh, we went to the, the hallway right in front of the bathrooms. Uh, that was the only space we had. Um, so he sat me down on the bench and he asked me if I've done healing and deliverance before. And, you know, to that I replied, yes, you know, I've done this countless times. Honestly, I don't see the point of this. I'm a repentant Christian. I haven't done anything cr like that crazy, you know? Like, why, why, what is the point of this? And then, you know, Sam looks at me, he's like, okay, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he says, uh, I have a sense that there's something that's blocking you right now. You haven't seen the fullness of God's glory. <laughs> so reluctantly and with a lot of doubt, um, I started talking about my past and also some of the sins I have been currently dealing with. Slowly, my confessions got deeper and darker, and God started to reveal to me uh, memories that I've su uh, suppressed and sins I've never forgiven myself for. It's like, um, as I saw how broken my life was, God began to shine through the cracks and illuminate every place of darkness in my life. I started laying everything down on the altar out of desperation, everything I could think of, and I could just feel the spiritual warfare that was ravaging inside of my heart. There were times where I was so tempted to just stop and walk away out of embarrassment and disgrace, but God just kept pressing into my heart. Don't give up, Luke. I won't let you go. Keep fighting, keep confessing, keep pressing in, but don't give up. If I'm not condemning you, who can? After I laid down what was seemingly Every sin that I've ever committed, Sam then asks me about my father. <laughs> 
So I told him about our shaky relationship, how my dad is the only person who can make me cry, um, how we got thrown out of the house in the cold with nothing but the clothes on my back, how he would, you know, tell me the words that no one wants to hear. You are worthless. I looked at Sam and saw the pain that was in his eyes. And then I told him, but, you know, it's okay. Um, I deserved all of it. Uh, my dad is the most honorable and selfless person that I know, and I know that he did it out of love. I, I, I know it, right? I'm a terrible son, and he knew I was better than that. So I forgive him because he is right. I am worthless. But Luke, he says, you are not worthless. Your dad is dead wrong. God loves you so much. He's so proud of you. And, you know, those are words that, you know, I hear often, right? But at that moment, like, there's a shift in the atmosphere. And, and, and <laughs> that moment, the floodgates just flung wide. You know, I, I was crying so hard. <laughs> it was, it was, yeah, it was bad. Um, um, you know, yeah, I never cried that hard in my life. And it's like all those retreats with no change, all those times I cried on the empty air with no reply, um, at that moment, God's love poured out to me um, in my overdue surrender, you know. And all I could manage to say, you know, through my tears is just finally, 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 you know, finally have it, you know. And uh, Sam just wrapped his arms around me and held me so close that I could just hear his heart beating in his chest. And I swear it was at that moment like, it wasn't, it wasn't Sam's heart, but it was God's heart just beating for me, you know? Finally, my child, my son, you're home. <clears throat> nothing, nothing compares to a father's embrace, guys. After a while of our intense, bromantic hugging sesh, <laughs> um, seriously, like, I was in there for, like, an hour or two. Like, it was... <laughs> um, a wave of peace started to cover me, and, and suddenly the joy of the Lord filled me up. And, like, mind you, like, I, whenever I heard people manifest with laughter, I would always make fun of them. Like, it, I was like, that just sounds so ridiculous. But, you know, as Pastor Aaron said, you know, mock the Holy Spirit, and you get that same thing, right? So I'm like, for like I don't even know how. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was giggled like a freaking idiot. <laughs> yeah. When I, when I finally came to my senses, um, and after completely soaking Sam's jacket with snot, sweat, and tears, I looked up to, I looked up, to him, uh, looking straight into my eyes with such passion and fire. <laughs> Luke, you're free. I'm so proud of you, brother. So proud. Claim it. God released me from chains and, and, uh, and bondages that I didn't even know that I had. Um, and today I'm standing before you, a free man and a son that's finally home. All right, I'm done. <laughs>